Take take it back, Julian. Take what back? Welcome back to the Jen and Julian podcast. No, it's... Can I do it again? Can I do it again? Can I do it again? It's the Jenna podcast. Get out for that. Don't make a fart noise in our intro. What's wrong with you? Okay, come back. I can take the mic with me, Beach. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jenna and Julian podcast, where this week's episode is brought to you by Save $10 Julian! by going to that. Okay, you, you're not going to make fart noises for this whole time. Sometimes you have to make a few fart noises, just a few. Dear Too many? God, it's me, Jenna. Please give me the patience. Well, you told God I said. Okay. Kai. Seriously, though, there are no sponsors this week. We're sleep deprived we just finished our 24-hour stream we started at 6 a.m saturday morning we ended 6 a.m this morning we slept from 7 a.m until late this afternoon so we are a little i'm uh, out of it i'm out of it slept guy who puts quote things in quotations for no reason 24 hours we literally woke up today eight and now we here. I don't know where I am. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, we knew we knew that this podcast was going to be just kind of all over the place because, uh, well, the th- I don't know. We we've been up for twenty four hours before because we've like pulled all nighters for videos and whatnot. But yeah, being, I just do that often. I feel like yeah. I realized that the other day, like I was going to bed at like four or five in the morning. I was like, I woke up just like a few hours after now in the morning. I've yeah. pretty much been up for twenty four hours. Like it kind of can just happen. If I you're feel busy, like, but well, yeah, but I, I feel like we do that enough where you're <clears throat> for a lot of different reasons, not like super frequently, but like there are plenty of days where you've stayed up for 24 hours. And I plenty do, of days, but more, like, more days than you think in the past, you used to like get non-functional at like a certain amount of time where you weren't sleeping. Like you just sh- like you would shut off. But I really do feel like staying awake and functioning without sleep is a skill that you can get better at. I don't think that makes it like good for you or like that you should do it. But like, li- like literally in the army, or there's like different groups of whatever green berets. What they there was that TV show where they show like their training and it's like the most insane shit you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But specifically, part of their training is like staying up for days in a row. Like you can get good at it. But yeah, like- it's like anything else. <laughs> well, so really- like I, w- I wasn't like exhausted during the twenty four hour stream, like sleep wise. I was okay. I mean, you do start to go a little crazy because you've been playing video games for twenty four hours straight. Yeah, but I feel like like you said, like anything else, you can just get good at staying up. You get better at it, at least. Yeah. Like I remember when I first met you, and we used to. You know, it was new to me to stay up all night. I mean, obviously, I went to college, so I had uh, those occasional nights. But it was nothing like when we would have to stay up all night editing or shooting or both. Um, so, yeah, yeah like... Welcome, welcome to my world. Well, welcome, we well, are internet hours Yeah, welcome here. to the internet, more like. And, like... But, yeah, so it wasn't quite being tired, like you're ready to go to sleep. For me, it was just, like, I'm done being on. Yeah. Because being on is what is well, the live, most taxing. Twenty four hours. You're yeah. You're being watched. There's no moment where like throughout your day, even if you go to a, you know an office job or wherever you wherever you go, you generally are like in front of people or you're interacting with people. And when you have moments to yourself, like whether you're on a cigarette break or you go to the bathroom or you're on the bus or whatever, mm-hmm. put your headphones in. You're at the gym. Um, you're able to just kind of like turn off and just. You don't get that on the 24-hour stream because there's every single second you're being watched and 
that 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 is what at hour 20 you're just like i'm cool staying up i just don't want to be streaming that was like my thought but it was a brilliant time and the support was mental and twitch put us on the front page and it was fucking it was so cool it was just great really fun time we had a great time but i mean just i feel a little fucking crazy today yeah although today was cheat day and i already had some really good food so i felt really good about that you know I had good food today too, and we don't have a sponsor this week. But Postmates did spot us thirty bucks because they knew we were doing a stream for twenty four hours. That was so nice. And they sponsored the podcast, so just saying. They just literally DM Julian during his stream, and they were like, "Just in case you need some like food later, here's thirty dollars." Yeah. It's really nice. Though. And I took them up on that shit. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I want you to tell me and tell uh, our friends here about this new show that you found. Oh, my God. It is like it. <laughs> you fell asleep the other night because I was watching Hulu. I really like Hulu, by the way. Like, I think I think I watch Hulu more than I watch Netflix. I definitely watch Hulu more than I watch Netflix. And I watch Netflix just to watch The Office and Breaking Bad over and over. Why don't you just like buy those and like have that? You don't need a streaming service to watch the same. Can I, can I buy a DVD? My new favorite thing is when Julian ha- ha- no longer says, can I? He only says, Kai. Kai. Like, like a toddler. <laughs> Kai go bathroom. <laughs> Kai go bathroom. <laughs> Why is it that when you combine those two words into Kai, it just makes you sound completely like a child? Because it's funny. Like, that's what little kids sound like. Okay, go on. Kai have some mac and cheese. Kai go, Kai go, Kai go Jonathan's house. <laughs> Kai is my favorite conjunction. Kai. It should be a, a, an official conjunction. Conjunction, um, junction. What's your... Th- okay. No. No more fart noises. It's not a fart noise. It is a fart abs- There are so many things that can make that noise that's not a fart. Maybe don't generalize, please. Like what? Name one. When you make a fart noise with your armpit. That's not a fart noise. That's an artificial noise. You just called it a fart <laughs> noise. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so I was watching, like, I think I watched the most recent Bachelorette, which is, man, I hate that show, but I just continue to watch it. But it, you know how Hulu, what are you looking at me like that for? I don't know. You hate when I say talk closer to the mic, so I just stare at the mic. (laughs) All right. I'm talking. Oh, Oh my God. Whoa. Kick the whole table. What did the table do? I'm sorry. Boy, I'm fucking tired. Relax. I'm just trying to up our audio There's a dog bed over here. The audio sounds great. I'm wearing a bathrobe, but it's like kind of hot in here. Like, okay. (laughs) We're struggling today, (laughs) y'all. But so I was watching like the newest episode of The Bachelorette or whatever. And, uh, you know, Hulu or Netflix will just start playing like another sh- Hulu, I think, in particular. They'll all of just them. start all of them. playing are, yeah. another show after it. They autoplay just to get you interested. Yeah. Like so many times at night, like I'll put on an episode that I wasn't able to watch that week, you know, whatever it aired. And like you'll be like, yeah, I want to watch it. Three seconds later, you're asleep. I watched the entire okay. episode. No, like I'm telling you okay. how it, I'm telling you how I got there. Okay, right. so Julian will be asleep, and then something Shouts else. Shout out to all my people who fall asleep at night. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. Like you fall asleep, and I just cannot. Like I just sit there. Right. Like I can't right. fall asleep. So I'm watching the, the Bachelorette, and then, like I've I've found myself in like 
the weirdest i guess like you know you can fall down a youtube hole this, this is a hulu hole mm-hmm. like you'll be watching i don't know a cupcake show and then all of a sudden i, I watched an entire season or two seasons of like some wall street television show that was on in like the 90s like i just watch the weirdest stuff that i yeah. don't pick for myself but sometimes i'm kind of <laughs> down like if i'm invested i'm invested so I don't watch any live television anymore unless mm-hmm. it's on like YouTube TV. But even that's like I'll go in there with an intention of watching something live. You know, like I'm I'm gonna tune into this show. Something live. specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh that show that I like is on at 8 p.m. I'm gonna watch it live on Hulu. I'm not often or uh, YouTube TV. I'm not often like browsing live television for something to watch. Yes. So. I don't watch any like network shows. So we no longer have cable. So I let the hulu just start playing whatever was playing after it and i hear this like this giant fucking stage and this guy in a suit and he's like welcome to the proposal and i'm like like, you have to explain my intention is here what the proposal what like you the the you have to explain what it looks like because behind him it literally looks like like some it shit. It looks like The Voice. Well, it looks what, like the off season of The Voice. Like but, that kind of stage, those kind of lights. But it's like a dark, weird, like... Hold on, I'm not there No, yet. but I'm just saying like, you have to describe like where, like before the audience shows up, like he looks like he's in this like vortex of black and like silver. <laughs> <laughs> it's like creepy. So I'm letting it play and I hear, welcome to the proposal. And I'm like, okay, I, my, I'm you have my attention. Mm-hmm. Yes. And bitch, what? And he's like... I like I don't know if anybody knows what this show is like I haven't seen anybody like laughing about it on Twitter or anything yeah. like that's where I get all of my information and yeah. I haven't seen anybody it's a show where they pageant style they have a, a bachelor or a bachelorette like they do a montage in the beginning where they're like let's meet our suitor and the entire person's it's like black mirror the entire person's like body is galaxied out in this like gray blobby orb literally They're doing a literally voiceover. the same exact i'm jumping in here literally the same exact effect they used in the leftovers remember the intro to the leftovers like season three mm. where it was like a picture of a family except one of them was galaxied out yeah it was like that like yeah, exactly like, like that. that if you've seen that they look like blob people and they're doing like a voiceover <laughs> <laughs> they do and they're doing like a voiceover and they, they they seem like nice normal regular people and then i'm like there's no way this is real there's no way that they're doing this they're like all right so let's let's meet our our candidates or whatever they walk down a gigantic staircase they all come out they read the description of them like like they're doing a pageant they're like here's karen she loves playing the trumpet and she also has a a giant collection of baseball cards and she roller skates in her free time they walk out in like their little their cocktail dress and then they all stand there and i'm like this is the weirdest thing ever they can't see the suitor because the suitor is sitting inside of a pod behind a black wall and i'm like this is black mirror this is a, a giant there's like sparkling lights and just it's the biggest production for like the stupidest fucking thing and, you and could ever imagine you, you you like see this whole bit about the suitor's life but you never see their face ever. yeah you never see their face and so the people in the pageant can't see their face either because they're sitting behind a pod so then like you know 
however long couple minutes of people coming down the stairs and walking out there i'm like okay this is weird like i'm laughing like there's no way that anyone's taking this seriously like this is a joke right like it's a it's a happy it's a meme like you guys are doing this is funny yeah like i okay i'm i think funny, i get it I get it's it, yeah. funny yeah and then all of a sudden they're like okay suitor they address them by their name like mike who would you you out of these lovely you know 15 ladies why don't you go ahead and pick seven that you'd like to get to know better and i'm like oh oh we re you really just making him do it right <laughs> off the bat just based on they, they've said nothing yet yeah so then they eliminate them based on looks and description alone like a car he picks seven or however five people i don't know eight and then i'm like no way this is wild what the fuck else is going to happen then he's like all right so after the break since physical appearance is such an important part of a relationship now we're going to get to know our contestants a little better by by doing the next portion of this in their swimwear and i'm like no fucking way there's no way no yeah they come out in their fucking in their swimsuits like it's not a joke well, it's, it's not basically a like they're trying to condense the dating process well not only condense it they're trying to fit the whole dating process minus one person so half the dating process <laughs> that covers the, the 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 basically existence of the whole couple into 20 minutes so they're like, okay, here are like three traits about this person. Like you said, like a dog or like a fucking car. Like here are three traits. Okay, do you not like that one? Shove that one aside. Okay, now you have to see what it looks like naked. Here they are naked. Yeah. It's like, it's literally so, like condensing. A yeah, so they come out in their swimsuits. And this is all like just wildly assuming that all of these women would like to date this man. In Which the first who place. no one has seen yet. Like literally not even the not audience, even has, the seen. audience yeah. has seen it. So then they come out and I was I was pleasantly surprised by the swimsuit portion. They didn't really focus a lot on their yeah, physical. It wasn't, like, yeah, it it wasn't, wasn't like you'd expect. Yeah. It wasn't like as bad as I thought it could have been. Like a lot of those girls came out in tank tops and shorts. And I'm like, that's cute. Like I, I appreciate that. And then there was like this glimmer of time when I was like, oh, these people are serious and oh, this is legit or like that's kind of nice. So like they would come out and you'd expect them to give these like really nervous pageant answers, which there were a couple of and they're hysterical. They're so funny because these people just freeze up under these lights <laughs> because why the fuck wouldn't like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. But, but you know, they, he hands this girl the mic, the first one, Jessica or whatever. And You're he's painting like, a great picture. Yeah, and he's like, okay. So she comes out in her swimsuit yeah. and her like little cover up. Mm. And she's got, she's holding a fucking book. And you're like, sick. And he's like, all right, you know, why don't you tell our suitor Mike something about yourself? And she's like, okay, well, since, I, you know, I'm here, I want to be vulnerable. And she takes off her cover up and the crowd goes wild. And I'm like, this is kind of nice. And, you know, she's like, I'm looking for a guy. Oh, my God, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, she's, I'm not going to say anything. No, I know which part you're going to talk about. I remember what you're talking about now. I'm just describing. Are you talking about the anxiety thing that she said? <laughs> or the depression thing? Oh no, that was that was Morgan. Oh, God, I mean, I, I if you guys want to watch it, you can. This okay, obviously sorry, we have thought... nothing to do with it. It's it's bizarre to watch. I'm just describing like what the show is in case you don't want to watch My it. Because I wouldn't blame you. But so she takes off her cover up and she's like, you know, I just want to be vulnerable. And then she's like holding a scrapbook of her family and describing that she really is looking for someone. And I'm like, wait a second, this is like this is legit. Like this that was really nice what she said and that felt honest mm -hmm. and real. Yeah. 
And I also noticed that every time they cut to commercial break, they're using like they have a live audience there, but that they're definitely using some like crowd noises <laughs> to like amp up the energy because every time he goes, all right, well, we'll we'll come back right after this break. And you hear the same clip of this guy going, yeah, <laughs> as if anyone's response to we'll be back after this is yeah. The same break. It's that same guy screaming, yeah. <clears throat> so then the, he, you know, he finally whittles it down to a couple or whatever, and he walks out. And then the, the whole thing is that he's going to propose to one of them. And he, he does. He proposes to one of them after they come out in their evening wear and they have to, like, plead their case as to why they'd make a good wife or something. Mm-hmm. But then the editing and the, the last, like, scene. I'm not going to spoil it in case you want to watch it. But, like, the last sort of scene of the show is, like, it just was the most Black Mirror thing I've ever seen because the crowd is cheering on these two complete strangers who have just decided to get engaged for no reason other than a television show. And they keep cutting back and forth between them kissing. Peach is outside that door, by the way. Them kissing and the girl that has been standing and like saying that she'll love him and honor him and cherish him is walking up the stairs like to backstage and they keep cutting back and forth between that girl walking, people cheering and screaming, them kissing, and there's like fake fireworks going off. Yeah. Like what the hell? What the hell? I I mean, okay. <laughs> Like, at least on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, like, there's no live studio audience reacting to someone being yeah, like, I, I choose you. No, for sure. And they're not doing it at the same time so that the person that gets rejected is, like, physically present to get rejected. For sure. But. But they used to do that in Flavor of Love and, like, Rock of Love. Which well, let me sick. pose this this way to you. What? Like, because you've watched The Bachelor a lot. Or the a bachelor. lot. Well, I mean, a, a lot more than I have. Let's just say that. Like I have. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen all the seasons. <clears throat> I watched. No. Like I'd say the last. But you're. I would say like you're. I don't know. You've watched the Bachelor enough to like kind of be te- be desensitized to like what it is. Like because it's a ridiculous concept. Well, yeah. But you've watched it. everything's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm just saying like it, it is a pretty ridiculous concept. But the more you watch it, it, it just becomes like a TV show, and you're just like, okay, it's entertainment. Like it's fine. But like, I watch it because I fucking hate it. Okay, let me get to my point. Okay, my point is the live studio audience is super black mirror-y because it's like the audience reacting in front of what's happening. It's a live version of The Bachelor. That's what I just said. I know. But what, what I'm saying is that's already what's been happening with The Bachelor. Ever since The Bachelor started or anything like it where it's like, okay, you're literally like you're dating a stranger. You're a stranger dating a stranger. Everyone's rich and beautiful. And suddenly like millions and millions of people love you and it. That's our that's Black Mirror shit has already been existing. Now it's just in a, in one room happening all at once. Well, yeah, but that that's what I just said. The, the the worst Black Mirror part about it is that if you're a person in the audience, you're cheering for these people that just got engaged while simultaneously cheering a poor girl that's walking up the stairs and backstage because she just got rejected. Yeah, I know. But the fact that it's live yeah. and in front of people okay. is so insane. I think it's just as insane to to have that I'm reaction. I'm not disagreeing okay. with you. All right. But yeah, so anyways, Julian. <laughs> no, but you're right, you're right. I get it. Huh. But it, it was just like the most ridiculous show I've ever seen. So then obviously there were two episodes and you had fallen asleep long before this. So I watched the whole first thing in sort of like disbelief. And I'm like, oh, 
there's another episode. Thank you, Hulu, for queuing that up for me immediately right after the first one was over. Because, you know, the, the episode ends relatively abruptly because it's just like, yeah, fireworks. <laughs> Congratulations to our new couple. We'll see you guys next time. And then it just fucking, the show's over. And I'm like, I there's no closure. What the hell is happening? Like, what is going on? Do they even live in the same location? Are they ever going to see each other again? Like, what the hell is this? That's what I really like about them. They do it pageant style because they're like, all right, here's our suitor. Yeah. You know, he's from Bakersfield. Here's Alexa and she's from fucking Delaware. And you're like, well, how is this going to logistically work? Do you guys care? Like, does any, what the hell is this? Cut to episode two, right? And the sutress is a sutress. She's the lady. She's a lady, and they show and she's you. She's a blob lady, and they show you her lips in the in the intro video they this time. You get to see her lips. Um, but to be fair, they did give an update. Um, they were like, everyone's right. question was, "Is this real?" And then, yeah, did you already say that? No, no they that's were. Yeah, I was they, getting. Yeah, yeah. And then in the episode two, they were like, they had gone on Good Morning America or something, and they were like, "Oh, we've been seeing each other." Yeah, and I'm like, that's cute. It's kind of a cute couple after the first episode. Yeah, that's sweet, but like, there's no way that you guys are going to have a higher success rate than like, it happened one time. They're not looking for success rates. They're looking for numbers, dude. (laughs) Right? They don't care. Isn't that sick? Yeah, it's fucked up. It's totally fucked up. It's fucked up that like, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's weird the way, the way, for me, the way it's narrated. Jesse Palmer, is that who I was I don't know his name. I think he's a former athlete i don't know it sounds familiar but he um the way he hosted is weird because he's basically like narrating it's a beauty pageant it's a beauty it's a beauty pageant slash date yeah blind date yeah literally slash a one one half of a blind date well i mean those shows have existed since forever and like you watch them you know you think about the really really old ones like actual literal blind date Mm -hmm. and you're like this is fun it's entertainment like the best thing you could hope for is that these people actually like each other but like logistically it's just like it's so not possible Hmm. like what the fuck is this yeah I guess it's like I struggle sometimes with like my idea of like when I'm consuming media, right? Like I'm watching it. I'm having a reaction to it. It's making me angry or frustrated or yeah. like anything. And I'm like, am I the the majority of this audience or are, these, are the other people in the audience being like thinking that this is super legit or like super real? No, like, I... I think it's. I That's think what I feel about the Bachelorette and the Bachelor. I think it's the power of entertainment. It's like, well, not entertainment. That's the wrong word. It's the power of like camera and lights and Hollywood and money. It's like the moment there's some sort of investment with with a, a crew of cameramen and a network that's going to buy it behind anything. Like people automatically care. They it does not matter what the content is. The just, moment there's like attention to it. Yeah. People they care about it. It's like a fucking snap decision. That's why I'm just like, I'm so surprised that they even found a lot of, you know, young, beautiful contestants for the, like, eligible people for this show. Because it's like, you know, when they cast these things, right? They don't, they don't even tell these people sometimes. They're just like, come to a casting for ABC or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just go and they interview you. And then, you know, six months later, they're like, hey, we're doing a show. You know, all you got to do is get on this plane that we got you for, you know, Los Angeles and stay in the hotel. And you don't even really know what you're doing, you know? But like people, like, I just don't understand in this day and age, at this point of the internet and media being, you know, everywhere all the time. Why do people still agree to do whatever for television? I don't know. 
I really don't. I mean, they were like smart. She's like, I'm a, a neuroscientist. And you're like, what the f- what are you doing on this like circus stage, circus show? Like, but you notice on. how there's no one who, who came from any sort of Internet position or life or job. No one is showing up there like, hey, um, I, I I produce videos for a, a, an online series or anything like that. Anything close to the Internet or like I write on this, yeah. whatever. Uh, my point is that, like you're hearing from scientists and doctors and uh, photographers and like people who are just like separated from the Internet reality. Maybe. Well, no, that's what I that's what maybe. I observed. That's not maybe. That's what I observed. Like I didn't see anyone come in who has any sort of like degree of so being you're saying online. that someone that that is familiar with the online world would be less likely why to the fuck would they go on that show yeah i the, mean well that's what i feel like yeah i mean even if you want to go on a trash reality dating show there's probably way better ones and or internet <laughs> ones to go on than that than the proposal on abc yeah well that's like what i liked about what trisha did on big brothers mm-hmm. it's like here's a person that in no way needs to be on a television show at all even yeah. though she's been on every television show ever mm-hmm. created yeah but like she did it because she can and because she wanted to and because she's such a huge personality. Mm-hmm. She knows that she can make that show pretty fucking fantastic. And she did. Well, like think about all the people that they clearly cast for like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or some other reality TV shows. Like they don't even necessarily be, need to be right for the show. If they're entertaining and make great television, fuck it. You're, you're hired. Get over here. <laughs> you know? But some of the people that were taking it really seriously, I'm just like... You feel bad for them, honestly. I, well, a little. Yeah. But not too much. I mean, good for them. You know, maybe they were doing it with really nice intentions of like, I've been looking for a partner for all these years. Nothing's working. Fuck it. I'll go on a TV show. Like, I like to hope that that's yeah, what they were for thinking. sure. And like, okay. Regardless of their education or their life or their job or, you know. My main problem with this show is that it's, it's centric... Um, it's like audience reaction centric. It's all based on the live, like love fair that everyone's having, <laughs> yeah. cheering these strangers on, kissing and proposing and shit. When I, because I'll bring up Married at First Sight, because that's a good show. I love that show, and I'm, I want to bring that up because I feel like that was like one of the first dating based reality shows that I actually felt like they they had any sort of um the care or interest that it into whether or not these people loved each other. Right. It was the first time I'd seen a dating show where they brought actual experts and they actually had therapy and counseling sessions and talked to them and checked in on them. And like at the end of the show, there wasn't this big live audience and it was it was just like they just wanted to see if this experiment would work and they gave it every single like piece of you know ingredient that it might need with with all the the relationship help that right. they, they gave them. And so you go from a show like that, which I really enjoyed because it's just interesting. It's just a human experiment. And everyone, I think, in in some capacity is interested in watching mm-hmm. the human experience. Um, after going from that to a show like this, where it's like there's literally there's no they do not there's no care. team of they do relationship experts there. There's no the, all they say is our team of blue. What do they say? Blue ribbon matchmakers. What the fuck is a blue ribbon matchmaker anyway? I don't know. That sounds like a dog show. Yeah, like what in the world? So they, he's just like, oh, our, our team of Blue Ribbon matchmakers compiled, which is a fucking flat that. out lie. Yeah, I didn't even hear that. I, I That's honestly, a flat out lie, by the I way. Agree. There, there's like, no team of anything. Our there's, casting directors our casting were team able to get this many literally, people here. It literally just a straight up lie that it was a, a team of anything besides a casting yeah. team. Um, but they're like, yeah, we've compiled blah, blah, blah. And then they walk in and it's just like, there's all this like shit show of like people just being completely superficial and stupid and in love for no reason. But like, 
I hate that. You know, I hate and love, but I like I hate that this sort of gives like the worst name to like a dating show, mm. right? Because there are, I mean, I think, I honestly think Married at First Night and uh, Love at First Trip or what is it called? Flight. Flight. Well, that's on the same. Love it's on, T- they're both on TLC. So yeah. Maybe they have similar, or they only have a certain type of dating show. But I agree with you that it's been done in the past where there's like, you can tell the difference between a show that maybe in theory cares a little more about the people that are on it and what happens to their lives. And then there's shows that are just here for like attention and ratings and you know, well, I mean, if someone could get taken away in an ambulance, that'd be wonderful for us. You know what I mean? You're right. I mean, Again, like the counter argument could be made, like nobody watched Married at First Sight. It was a very niche I show. I love that show. It didn't do any good numbers. Like, of course, it didn't do numbers like The Bachelor. If you're trying to be the, if you're it. trying to be the live Black Mirror version of The Bachelor, you've done a great job with the proposal. That's like, if that's what, what you're going for, that's a good fucking good job. That's what I think. But like, where is the line, and why is the line? Have sex on stage live. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm joking, but I'm serious. Like, that's like, <laughs> where does it end? But like, I don't know. but why do I love? married at first sight and you know you watch the progression of their relationship over 90 days or whatever and Mm -hmm. if they choose to stay married or if they want to legally divorce Mm -hmm. or you know why do i find that to be acceptable but if two people just meet in a pageant style thing and propose to each other after it i'm like that is milking it like where's my line i guess I think or where it, is anyone's line in I think terms the, of entertainment and why? I think the line is when you're watching it, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, when how you it watch, makes you feel. Yeah, when you watch me at first sight, there's so many moments where you're like, you actually can relate or you want to feel for these people or you're invested or it grabs you, right? Like there's, there's a lot of raw moments. There just mm-hmm. are because it's a, it, like a lot of the time there are cameras there, yeah, but it's a pretty real situation these people are in and they take it very seriously for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's none of that in these in in the proposal or in the bachelor. There's absolutely none. Of every behind every corner of anything, there's a producer organizing something to happen. That's all superficial. That's all stupid and flashy, just for for a number. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I guess I like I gravitate towards a show where I know they're not. It's not being produced in yeah. a way that a reality television show might be. Produced. Yeah, and I agree with you that you like I watch the bachelor because I hate it. I don't watch like I only watch it when you turn it on, but I watch it because I hate it too. Yeah, I hate watch the out of that show but when married at first sight is on i'm fucking invested dude yeah i'm like yeah i want these fuckers to like figure it out i want them to be happy but if they don't i want them to split up and be happy too yes yes. i care about the people that are on that show yeah because they're because no one fucking volunteers to be on well you'd think but you'd think that no one volunteers to be on married at first sight to get famous like that's not the route that you take it's just like well it wouldn't work because you would get divorced well yeah, true, 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 true. My opinion, though, is like, you think about married at... What is that thing? Mama, what are you doing? What is it doing down there? Um, think about married at first sight, and like, I'm with you. I'm not single. And I've... It, all of my 20s I've spent in a relationship with you, and I'm so happy, and I'm like lucky and everything. But if I were single in my 20s, and maybe late into my 20s, and going to my 30s, I mean, who knows at what point in my life I might say, hey, fuck, fuck it. it. I'm going right. to go unmarried at first sight yeah. and see, see what happens. Like, literally, what's the worst that could happen? Well, well you, you get divorced. You get divorced on TV. <laughs> but like, if but, you went on a dating show. It's or something. Yeah. yeah. Something where you're like, fuck it, right? Like, right. you just finally, you're like, hey, what, what do I have to lose by doing this? Right. And then you just go into it. Like, I can relate to that a little bit I in, agree. like, some other, you know, life. Yeah, I agree completely. And I feel like that there's plenty of contestants on those shows that go on there and are just, like, 
you know, complete regular normal people with regular lives that are genuinely maybe looking for somebody. But then you have the awful people. The awful are, people that can ruin it. I just, I think the 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 most important thing to me is does it feel authentic? And that show, the proposal did have those moments of you're like, wow, that was really honest of that person. Or like, I appreciated that they did that or said that. And that makes me feel like they're coming from a place that's real. And so mm -hmm. maybe I should treat this whole thing as real, but I just fucking can't because the, the, the showmanship of that stage and where they're holding it just completely ruins that moment of authenticity for me and like, the space cage that this person is yeah, hiding like, in the whole time I just like i i maybe i'm Weird. so spoiled by having so much youtube and internet and stuff like that in my life where i'm like i don't necessarily want to watch somebody doing the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen i just i want to i want to watch someone live their life mm -hmm. you know i want it to feel authentic and feel yeah. real yeah. if it was you know something like what shane made of tana mojo the docu-series like yes that's fucking riveting i'd rather watch that than someone you know organize their bathroom but like i'm still probably gonna watch that video of someone organizing their bathroom later yeah. you know mm -hmm. like the subject matter can be a little more riveting given the topic yeah but at the end of the day i want to watch something that's far more authentic than what is currently being provided for us on network television like you guys have an okay idea here that's existed in the past of people just at, you know first sight or their first meeting or whittling down from a group of people and you got to propose to one of them like that concept isn't bad they just make it so fucking fake and unbearable yeah. that it like takes it like completely glazes over all of those moments of honesty that these people are maybe actually feeling yeah you know yeah i mean and like where's where's the trajectory going right like in in a world where Everything's just being increasingly more extreme and nuts mm. and stupid for numbers, like The Bachelor, like The Proposal. You look at, like, say, the first episode of The Bachelor ever, right? Like, or the oldest version of that. Or concept. real world. Or real world, whatever. Like, yeah. I'm more focused on, like, the dating thing, mm -hmm. though. Um, and then you fast forward to, you're like, okay, let's see where this trajectory goes 10, 15, 20 years from now. And you end up the proposal. And you're like, okay, there's a live audience. <laughs> there's this person's hidden in a space cage with lights on it. No one can see them. <laughs> they can only, they have a TV in there. They can watch everything. They're no longer going on a date. They're getting married. They're literally God. <laughs> and at the end of it, they're getting married and everyone loses their fucking shit for it. They don't even, they've never met either of these people. They're not famous. All right. Okay. 20 years from then, what is it? Like, what the fuck? What's next? You know what I mean? What is the, what is the more extreme elevated weird futuristic black mirror version the of the more fucking black shit. black mirror version of like, that is you're you're gonna have to pick a mate and then they're gonna combine your dna and you guys and are have gonna a kid have a right kid there right, right there. there they have a machine you have to logically decide who's child. gonna make the best mate for you genetically it's called marriage simulator Ooh. live marriage wow simulator live. oh so they 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 you you're literally there from the time they meet mm -hmm. to the time that they are dead. Mm -hmm. And you see in the span of a TV show, somehow you see the simulation of every fight, well, every kid, every In the future, argument. no, they wouldn't that. even have to conceive it. They would just put their DNA together. That's what together, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And they'd have one of those things where it grows the baby super fast and it's not even in someone's body. And then they're like, yeah, congratulations, y'all. Here's your baby. And yeah, then the show You'd have a over. genetically engineered child and then you'd have a a fast forwarded version simulation of a, a relationship and a life. And you would literally have to cheer that on live. Oh, that's heavy. And then yeah. when it's over, uh -huh. the producers walk away to their paychecks. Mm -hmm. The audience walks away to their normal lives. And these they've, people are stuck yeah, with picked, this life. 
and they've picked a villain. The audience has already picked who they love and who they've who the and villain is. And they're voting on it online. So everyone in the world is seeing a live update. And so yeah, and whoever's you, the villain in their life is completely fucking exactly. ruined. Exactly. And they get to live in that hell because yes. they signed up for a television yes. show. And all they want to do is live a normal life after that. They can't. Because of the show, they've been destroyed. I'm sweating now. Dude, this, we just created an episode of Black Mirror. I agree. We just did. But like, I, I guess that's like, whenever I watch The Bachelor, I, I keep using that as an example. There's plenty that have existed before that. But like, you've seen so many instances, right, of like pretty normal people, or even if they're like, you know, a little out there. But the way that they get edited and portrayed in the show is like, especially The Bachelor and Bachelorette, where each season they they desperately need that one really unsavory person to stick around. And you clearly... The they, Chad. Yeah, they'll, they'll put catalysts in there yeah. and they'll set these people up in situations where they're just like gonna yeah. irk each other yeah, and bring yeah. out the worst mm-hmm. in each other yeah. but they always need that one person to have you know the audience really dislike and the cast the uni- members really dislike yeah they need and to create they, a united front right and something. they cast them on purpose yeah of course and it's it's just like when you know that why would anyone choose to be like okay yeah i'll embarrass I'll myself and have people hate me, you know, on television. Why? Well, it's that. Why? It's that same desire to be like on TV at all costs that every that everyone for all of the history of TV has had. For what? What's in it for you? I don't know. The people who want to do that, though, they're not long-term thinkers. They're not. They don't have a ten-year <laughs> plan. They're just trying to get on a reality show to make a name for themselves any way they can. So if you're Chad, and you the, you get to a bachelor tryout, and you're like, I'm gonna be the fucking heel. And I'm going to be damn good at it, which yeah. he was. He was yeah. a brilliant heel. And he knew what he was doing the whole time. Um, but like people people like that, they, they just, I don't know, they know that they can do it. And they know that there's a demand for it. It's like anything else. I don't know. It's fucking, it's bizarre. Yeah. But I, I can understand why a person like that might do it. Yeah, it makes me feel bad for them. He does, cl- he does fucking like appearances now. Like that dude, yeah. he, he, you know. It just makes you feel bad for them. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I'm like you didn't. Do who do you feel bad for that though? way? They didn't edit themselves that way. Yes, but all of the bad edits they received may have been part of something that they wanted. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, I just thought I I was like in bed laughing at that fucking show. Like, what the hell? What so, the hell? All right. So, what is your prediction for episode three? <laughs> well, they're gonna go back to a suitor because now they've done a suitor and a sutress, and I feel like the pattern is boy girl boy mm-hmm. girl. What if they did a gay episode though? I would love that. I think they're not progressive enough. They absolutely won't. Well, are you I, kidding? This is the most like, old. yeah. I mean, I hate to agree with you, but yeah, I feel yeah. like just by you could sort of tell who that audience was, mm-hmm. and it didn't seem like it was like the same audience that watches Dancing with the Stars. It's like older. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, well, that makes me sad. It's just though. it's just like what TV is. It's like what the demo of TV is. Old people watch TV. Oh, man, that makes me fucking pissed. Old people and young people who are disconnected from the internet. But that's I don't know. But internet. it's not it's not old people that are the problem. It's no, it's older, not old people. I just yeah. mean like like not young, not millennials. Well, I think I, yeah. And please don't take any of those comments and be offended. I think you understand where Attack we're coming us. from. I think that. I would love to see any gay couple, any any of any gender of any sexuality be like, we'd love to just insta- get proposed too, you know? Well, <laughs> like, if you're going to be a fuck show, at least be an inclusive one, yeah, for fuck's true, sake. Yeah, true, true. I mean, that, that does beg the question, like, when is The Bachelor going to do that? If they ever will. Do you think they will ever? 
that, that it's been that's been pissing me off for fucking years and that i feel like it's been pissing off a lot of people yeah <laughs> just fucking do it already just for fuck's sake god um but yeah i mean i don't i guess i don't know what the next episode's gonna be like yeah. but i don't even know if i enjoy watching it either is the thing like it, it's it, it's a bizarre feeling it makes me feel weird yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not riveted by it. Like, I'll be, I could be on my phone. I don't really, I'm not captivated. That, I mean, that, sh- that show to me is just so surface level. I guess I'm wondering, have you ever watched a television show that's made you feel uncomfortable? Or just like, you didn't know if you were enjoying it or not, or why, and like, what that show looked like? That's what I feel like about that. Because I... I just don't, I don't even know if I'm enjoying myself. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know what I'm feeling. It's just like a bizarre, it's a bizarre thing to me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't browse TV enough to, like, maybe I have. I'm trying to think. Like a reality show? Oh, uh, no. What? I was going to say Broken Skull Ranch, but that show's dope. I love that show. <laughs> well, that's a competition but that started, reality Yeah, show. but that started out as like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold? Like, yeah. what? But yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know. Again, like, I... Those those Hulu, those TV, those YouTube holes, like, they're interesting because you find some shit that you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, my, like, I don't know. Like, do you see the proposal as becoming a show that gets canceled after five episodes? Yes. Like, it looks like it's going to be? Or do you see it being, like, the catalyst for, like, the biggest new live Bachelor version of whatever? No. no. I don't. I think that they continue to pump out that type of television show in different formats and see what sticks because it's like you in theory have an endless pool of free talent and free content it's like talent shows yeah it's like why you keep seeing the voice and the four the fucking american idol like they can like pop it up repackage it trash it get new hosts change the format in some sense but it's all the same thing in theory it's you have a bunch of people come provide your content for you mm-hmm. you know and that's what dating shows are yeah so yeah i don't i i'm not sure that that show can continue to last because how like who the fuck is you're asking people it? to agree to just be married like I, I think at some point you're gonna open the floodgate to just pure trolls where everyone's just like they'll lie to any casting director and be like yeah i'm really ready to get married and then they'll get up there and They'll be like, I fucking hate everybody. Like, I just feel like you're opening yourself yeah. up to some trolls. Yeah, that's true. Not that they wouldn't invite that, though. They probably like the ratings or people watching it. But I don't know. I think that even if that show doesn't survive, some other newer... The Bachelor's going to take note and do a live, live group date next season where they go out and do a group date with an audience. No. Are you down for that? No. You da- hey, babe, are you down to go do a live date? No. And go live on Twitch and date? No. That's, uh, but see, if you, that's totally different to I me. I know, I'm joking. If you and I went live on our date on our Twitch stream, that's a totally different experience it's because not no one is producing ballpark. it. It's no not even the same Right? Ballpark. It's not even close. It's us. It's just like everything we do online, including our live streams, are just you an extension of our, well, it's also just an extension of our lives. Like, yeah. We're giving you rel- like basically unfiltered, 
us all the time in some form of content, whether it's a 24 hour stream, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a vlog, whether it's a video of you turning yourself in your chair, you're giving people this like window into like you as a human. Right. So if we were to go live on Twitch and go on a date, it would just be the same version of that just on a date. There's like you said, there's no producers. There's no anything. Yeah. Aside from no one's us. like, no one's like setting, no one's bringing like your father that you haven't talked to in 30 years into <laughs> yeah. the situation. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm completely unprepared yeah. for this. Yeah. Or, like, or looking up what song triggers you about your ex-boyfriend and, and playing blasting it. blasting yeah. in the background. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's much more easy for us to be like, all right, we're going to go on a live date and just live stream it because all you have to do is be yourself and live your life and like, Oh, here's a show it. idea. What? The breakup. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple, oh my God. a couple who has explored every option to try to stay together, but will not stop fighting because they just they've gotten to the point where it's like that the relationships are on its course, but they haven't uh-huh. officially broken up yet. It's like the proposal, but it's <laughs> it's the breakup version of the proposal. So they that's really sad, Julian. Oh yeah, oh baby, big Tears. time sad. You see tears, you see dollars and numbers. <laughs> I just see green dollars floating out of people's eyes. Ooh, that is like, that is the sell your soul type yeah, shit. Yeah, it, it is. That is disgusting. But imagine. To make money off of other people's tears? What the fuck? How, no. But you, you literally described it. And like at the end of the proposal episodes, okay, I'm going to spoil something. I'm not going to say names. Okay. But when the person who gets proposed to mm-hmm. accepts the proposal, there's always a runner up. So you ha- you get to like see them ex- experience losing that competition and watching this person kiss another person who you just proposed to. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. And then the camera just stays on that person. It's like that five seconds or 20 seconds of camera time on that person who just got crushed on TV. That's just extend that a little bit. And that's what I'm talking about. That's sick. Yeah, it is sick. I was just <laughs> pitching it. I feel like someone's probably already pitched that in the network. It's, I feel like it's sick meeting. because, like, if you or I were to do it, like, say, or like Shane, let's take Shane for example, like what he's doing with Tana. If 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 they weren't friends, or Shane wasn't directly involved in the situation, every aspect of it. If he was just some producer that was like, I want to make a show about what you're going through, but you just star in it, and then I'll release it. I'll take all the credit for it. I'll make all the money off. That feels exploity, right? Yeah. But if Shane does it because he, it's essentially in theory about him, he also played a part in it. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel exploity. That's no. the difference between the internet and television. Yeah. Is that if someone's putting it on television because this person is crying, got their heart and soul crushed, and you know something terrible is happening to them that they had no control. You have over, the right to fucking make a video about it. No, it's it feels exploity because this television producer that has no relation to this person whatsoever. Yes, but whatsoever, you as a person making a YouTube video about your own experience is not exploited because you have the right to talk about life. it. It's your life. Yes, of yeah. course. That's what I was saying. I agree. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's why I feel like, like it. it's terrible to watch someone just walk up the stairs and like get rejected on TV while a, a crowd is cheering and you're like, somebody made money off of this. Somebody made money off of that guy. What the hell? Just kidding. Totally rejected. What the hell? Yeah. And it wasn't him. Yeah. It wasn't fucking him. Someone sold this so that that person could cry. What the hell? Shit is sick, dude. I feel like, but I feel like this is so tame compared to what it could be. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, I don't know, man. This, like, the. I'm not it, saying it's wrong. I, I, I get, I'm not saying it's wrong. I no, watch these well, shows as much as anyone well, else. No, it's, it's, it, you're free I, to have I'm your opinion. I'm just literally on it. sitting no here, like, right. thinking about TV. it. Yeah, I'm like thinking about it. 
Yeah, it's like one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you watch that show and then you leave and you turn it off and you're like still thinking about I it. I just because can't. It's so yeah, bizarre. I just can't tell how it makes me feel. Yeah. I can't. But anyways. Hmm. <laughs> well, let me know in the comments what shows you don't know how to feel about. I guess the only thing worse than. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Okay. I'm just going to hold it in for next episode. Sounds good, Julie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe give it a watch if you have Hulu just to see if you like it. I want to hear what you guys think of this, though. I'm sure there's a lot of you who have watched it because I know a lot of you do the same thing as Jenna and just fall into holes on YouTube and Hulu and whatever. Um, so we'll see you guys next week for another podcast. And then we're leaving town. Yeah, we're going to be in China. We're going to China. Yeah, we're going to China. Um, so we'll have to record a podcast in advance. We won't be podcasting from China. That'll be too difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks to all of you who might be watching or listening that was here for the 24-hour stream. Yeah, we love you guys. We love you guys. And, we're going to um, go back to bed now. We're, we're going to crawl back into our tunnel. Um, you guys have a wonderful you have a wonderful week and uh, wakes up, eats food, rants about the proposal, goes back goes to bed. Goes back to bed. We're such old people. Um, you guys have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Start it with one and end it with one. <laughs>